<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to Balance Black Girl, a podcast dedicated to mental, physical, and emotional health from the Black woman's perspective. Tune in to hear from Black woman health and wellness experts giving the approachable advice you need to help you feel your best. I'm your host, Lestrandra Alfred. Let's dive in. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Balanced Black Girl Podcast. My name is Les, and I am really, really honored to have you today. I am continuing with my sabbatical through the month of December, so I have one last rewind throwback. I haven't fully decided what I want to call these. I've been interchanging between rewinds and and throwbacks. One more of those episodes that I want to share with you, which is another one of my favorites, all about connecting with the breath with Kathleen Booker. So a little kind of behind the scenes note about this interview is we actually had to record it twice (laughs) because the very first time we recorded it, Kathleen was amazing. It was phenomenal. It was beautiful. And I don't know if Mercury was in retrograde during that time or what was going on, but the audio was completely warped. It was unusable. And she was gracious enough to re-record with me. And it can be really hard to re-record things because when you have an organic conversation, there can be anecdotes. It's like you can't recreate that, right? Like lightning doesn't strike in the same place twice. And so I was really nervous because I knew I loved Kathleen from our first conversation. I was so excited to share her and her work with all of you. And I was like, I don't know if we'll be able to capture that again. And her being her magical self, we were absolutely able to have another phenomenal conversation. And I'm really honored to reshare that conversation with you. And I'll also say that I'm someone who's been in the wellness space for a while. I appreciate that you all trust me to facilitate these conversations. It's probably no secret that I've done all of the wellnessy things. That does not mean that I am a master at all of the wellnessy things. And there are some modalities that I really struggle with, and breath work is one of them. Breath work is really freaking hard. <laughs> I really struggle with it. Every time I do it, it is like something that I just struggle through. And I wanted to share that with you so that you don't think that I or anyone else in the wellness space has it all together, does everything perfectly, or goes into all of these practices feeling good. 
sometimes these practices are just hard no matter who you are or what you're doing. And so if you have a practice, maybe it's breath work like me, maybe it's meditation, maybe it's yoga or whatever it is where you're like, man, this is really hard. I'm going to keep trying, but it's really hard. Just know that that is okay. Because when we have those practices that are really hard for us, it really just illuminates those areas that we have to grow and to lean into. Breath work is one of those things that is notoriously hard for a lot of people because for so many of us, we are not conscious of our breath. And it really forces us to do that in ways that can feel uncomfortable. So I invite you to have an open mind, an open heart, maybe open lungs as you come into this episode get ready to soak up just some incredible incredible pieces of information and wisdom I actually still to this day repeat quotes to myself that Kathleen said during this interview because I just found her so magnificent and appreciate her sharing who she is and what she does with us so much as well as some vulnerability. We definitely get into some vulnerability here. She does mention um, some difficult topics and uh, some some things that she has gone through. And so I really uh, just want to make sure that you practice self-care when listening. So I know that you're going to love Kathleen as much as I did. And I feel like I say that every time, but that's just because The guests that we get to feature here are so incredible that it's just like, I love them all and I want you to love them all. And of course you will because they're magnificent. Um, But this episode is truly something special. It's truly magical. And I cannot think of a better way to start a new year than connecting with and healing from our breath. So let's get into this rewind episode with Kathleen Booker. Kathleen, hello. Welcome back to the show, which it's a welcome back for me because we're chatting again, not necessarily a welcome back for the listeners uh, because we are re-recording this interview. You and I had a chance to connect a while back and are re-recording our conversation, but I am so excited to have you here and excited to talk to you again. Well, I am really so honored and I'm happy to have the opportunity to speak with you again. As I said, I need more of you in my everyday life. So yay! (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly how I felt, especially after our first conversation. I'm like, oh yeah, talking to Kathleen. Yeah, I want to do that again. (laughs) (laughs) So Kathleen, you are known as the Jedi of Calm, which I love. That is, that's like the best kind of, you know, title ever. What does that mean? How did you become the Jedi of Calm? Gosh, you know, it took a minute or two to arrive at that. And just like everything that when it drops into your spirit, you're like, that's it. I was trying to figure out, well, what should I call myself? And one day it just came forth, the Jedi of Calm, really, just just like that. I was, I think I was thinking about, I think I, I'm saying, I was thinking about, well, what are the results of what I do? What are the results that people get when they work with me? And the results that people get are calm, 
relaxed, serenity. So um, it just, the wheels just turned and then boom, what was downloaded was the Jedi of calm. And I was like, okay, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. I think that, you know, right now, we're all looking for a bit more calm and a sense of serenity. So I, I love that. Are you a naturally calm person? Have you always oh, been calm? Hell no. And I'm going to step <laughs> all over your words and say, oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, hell no. I do have a very calm demeanor. However, I can take it there. And in today's world, woof, it's easy to go there. What the breath has taught me was, okay, if I freak out, I can freak back in. The breath just gently guides me back to, wait a minute, you know that that's not the truth. I'll give you a really good example. In today's world and with the virus, present, I was saying, oh, Kathleen, you need to get on social media. You need to do this. And I'm going to be very honest. The energy is not there. And I was trying to muscle my way there. And in my trying to muscle my way to having the energy to do it, I was exhausting myself and it didn't feel good within my body. And what was coming along with not feeling good was just a little anxiousness, not enoughness was coming up. And and I, I had to take a breath. And I said, what's the truth that you know? And I took another breath. And in taking that other breath, it I just got the download, Kathleen, not now. And it's okay. Trust and faith. And that is one of the things that I say about the breath all the time. When you have a breath work practice, it really allows you, invites you to remember the truth of who you are. And that truth is, in this right now moment, I am okay. In this right now moment, I am safe. And worrying about the future, which has not happened, I leave that for me in the hands of the Most High. The hands of the Most High is my breath, and that is trust and faith. Now, do I hit it all the time? Oh, hell no. <laughs> you know, there are times when definitely I'll have to take another breath and another breath and another breath to re-remember the truth, trust and faith. Mm, That is beautiful. I would love to dive into a couple of things that you just said. First of all, when you said you have a calm demeanor, but you can take it there, Mm -hmm. I have never heard such a relatable statement. I was like, she just, that's, I feel that that's the essence of who I am. But also the sentiment of not now and having that be okay, right? Like I think what's happening currently with the virus and with the state that we're all in, it can feel really tempting to need to jump to action right away. And I think for some people in some circumstances, that can be the case if that's kind of what they're being called to do. But it is also okay to take a beat 
And I really appreciate you sharing that. And it's true. And again, I, I credit that to the breath because the breath puts us in that allows us to remember again the truth of who we are, safe, whole, and in remembering that to give us the courage and the clarity to sit down and to know the distinction between move your feet and sit down. It's okay if you sit down. I'll give you a really good example. I was working with someone who called me up the other night. They were in a lot of pain and and moaning, really moaning quite a bit. And the moan was the pain's way of speaking. However, also caught up in the voice of the pain was anxiety and cortisol, right? And as I got this individual breathing, shifting the focus on the moan, which is just going to raise the cortisol stress levels of the body. And this individual really needed to lower that stress level quickly because their blood pressure was raising a lot. So we had to get that down. And as I invited this individual to breathe, it took the anxiousness, the anxiety, the angst, the trepidations of, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, the constriction of their muscles, right, in their body. It took it off of that and the breath brought ease into their voice into their muscles, and into the pain. I wasn't telling the individual, forget about the pain. I was inviting the individual to breathe, to give a space for the pain. And their pressure went down over 45 points, 50 on the top number, and 50 points on the bottom number. And their pulse went down. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, because it really was critical. So when you do the breath, we give space for everything. Right now, it is everything. Right now, grief is so high. Right now, sadness is so high. Right now, anger is so high. We're not saying to ignore it with the breath. I like to say, give it a seat at the table. And when you give it a seat at the table, like that individual that I was breathing with, it takes, I'm not going to say that it, how can I put this? Um, It enables you to be with it in a way where it's seen, It's heard, however, you rest. You rest with the Most High. You rest with your breath. You rest in a place of homeostasis for our um, scientific people in the (laughs) audience, which is balance. And it is from this place that we can move forward. Whether the guidance is, yes, 
move your feet, move left, move right, or it is take a seat, my love. Take a seat. It's okay if you take a nap for a while or the courage, the confidence to release the moan and embrace the all there is. Did I answer your question? Mm, yes. Oh my gosh. I That's just a really beautiful example. And I would love to talk a little bit more about the breath and your work as a breathwork teacher, just because I think that breathwork is something that is becoming more common practice. But in mm-hmm. case we do have folks who are just not familiar with it, who don't maybe understand what breathwork is, or when you reference the breath and coming back to the breath, what that means. Well, I practice uh, conscious connected breath work with a little bit of my flavor. <laughs> F-L-A-V-A. Mm-hmm. I studied with Leonard Orr, who really was the founder of conscious connected breath work and also Ken Kaiser and, and many others. And the breath, conscious connected breath work is connecting your inhale right into your exhale. I always use the example of a wave. A wave comes into shore and then melds back into the ocean. So it's like a circular motion of your breath. And as you are consciously connecting your breath, you are giving a little bit of focus to a function of your body that is automatic. You are giving a little bit of attention to the function, a function in your body that runs your body, that got you up in the morning, that pumps the blood through your heart, that pumps the oxygen into your lungs and then allows it to go out as CO2, that nourishes your immune system, that also nourishes and nurtures your your brain. There are scientific letters, articles, excuse me, that have been done that speak about how breath work changes, creates new neural pathways in your brain. I mean, how awesome is that to dissolve, to neutralize that misbelief that many of us have, I'm unworthy, I'm not good enough, what I have to say doesn't matter, to release that with ease and effortlessness and create new neural pathways, new pathways that say, I am worthy, I am enough. Who I am matters. What I have to say matters. So the breath functions our entire body with no input from us. We do not sit down and say, oh, I'm going to inhale right now. Oh, I think I will exhale right now. Oh, wait a minute. I'm going to allow my breath to digest the food in my intestines. We don't do that. The breath does it automatically. And when we give a little attention with conscious connected breath work to our breath, what happens is our body comes to this place, as I said earlier, of homeostasis. That's balance. That is raising the good endorphins in our body, and it is releasing the cortisol stress, which 
in this right now moment is on an epic scale so high up, no one can measure it. In addition to which, what the breath does, there is a small gland in our heads. It's called the amygdala. And when we do breath work, the amygdala, which is shaped like almond, gets smaller. The smaller it is, the less we react, right? We will respond. Now, don't get me wrong. If there's a tiger in the middle of the freaking road, amygdala is going to be a big mofo, and you're going to go out there and handle that tiger. However, when we do breath work, it supports this amygdala to shrink in size, that shrinkage, the the amygdala speaks directly to our cortex, which is our fight or flight adrenaline. And so we're at ease when our amygdala is smaller. So we're not in fight or flight all the time. I mean, and this is with your breath. How friggin' awesome is that? So when we put a little bit of attention to our breath, consciously connecting our breath, there are so many beautiful things that happen to support us. And I'll share with you also, I do womb clearing and cleansing. For the women, it's amazing how the breath just gets into our womb, our yoni, our uterus, or the memory of our uterus and clears out the post-traumatic stress that clears out the trauma just with your breath. There's so much that women hold in their wounds and the breath so lovingly releases it. I could go on and on. (laughs) No, I love it. That is what we're here for. That is incredible. I especially loved what you said about putting attention to something that is usually automatic. Being more aware of my breath is something that I have started thinking about a lot more recently, just with a lot of what's going on with then also in my own personal wellness practices and my kind of adventures and movement and moving my body in different ways. It, mm-hmm. it made me realize how much I took breath for granted because when I'm doing new things or in stressful situations, kind of my first natural reaction is to kind of tense up and not breathe and, and hold my breath while I'm either doing new things or feel stressed or feel threatened or whatever it is. And I realized I took for granted breath only in the times that I wasn't really using it. And being more aware of that has been just really, really valuable. And you and the rest of the world, Mm -hmm. you and the rest of the world. I mean, all of us take our breath for granted. Beauty of a breathwork practice is that the breath becomes, that expansiveness becomes so inherent in us that automatically when that lion is or tiger is in the middle of the road in front of you, your breath will automatically expand. You'll drop into that knowingness. You'll drop into your heart. You'll drop into that expansiveness. And it's from there you are connected to your higher consciousness and you act from there for whatever the situation is. Because, you know, before the virus, there was a whole heap of other stuff that Mm -hmm. got our panties twisted and tied in a knot (laughs) over our head. You know, but it's true. I mean, for myself, I can tell 
tell you very transparently, my plate, my personal plate has been getting progressively heavier the past year and a quarter with things that I get to and choose to show up for, but that really require the fullness of me. If it hadn't been for for the breath then and now, whoo, I don't even want to think of where I would be. It has given me the strength and the clarity and the courage and the focus to handle what I need to handle. And simultaneously, I'm going to say to sit my booty down when I need to sit up. <laughs> Which is one of the hardest but most valuable lessons and, and one I'm still learning as well. <laughs> I think that I feel that with what is going with the virus that's going on all over the world right now, it's an opportunity for us to recreate and to remember the truth of ourselves. There is and 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 it's funky out here. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> is funky. As funky as it is, though, there's an energy that I feel, a supportive energy for us to think with an uncluttered mind, to create with the expansiveness of the expansiveness that created us, to be, to create with a fully unshackled mind and heart. Ooh, unshackled mind and heart. My goodness. I got goosebumps. Yeah. Just now. Well, you know, some of the shackles we put on ourselves, my hand oh. is up in the air. I, I Same. Can, some of it is ancestral. Some of it is collective consciousness energy. And this is an opportunity, you know, and I'm not saying to go forth and do it now with all of this energy. I'm not saying that. However, the shackles are off. Let it come. Let it flow because it is in the atmosphere. And there's a support, I feel, also to allow it to be downloaded. Efforting will not support us in this time. Efforting, let's be real, efforting, trying to make things happen, never supports us and you know even before mr ms rona whenever i caught myself <laughs> efforting i knew well boo you know that shit ain't gonna work <laughs> <laughs> and i had to back off right to allow to allow and the breath in these days it just opens up so much it just opens it up so much and i offer to your audience as you open be kind and gentle to yourself allow it to unfurl allow it to be downloaded we don't have to go and and build the eiffel tower right now this is a time of rest as much as it is a time of, oh, wow. Now listen to this word that just came into my mind, as well as it's a time of emancipation. Mm, yes. We create to create a world of equanimity, you know, equalness, fairness, justness, compassion. It's awesome that we get to do it now, you know? 
Yeah, I think right now, I mean, there is just such an opportunity for so much needed change. And I go back and forth because I don't think that all of the lives that are lost and impacted should be the cost of that. It, it, it makes me just really sad and my heart really heavy what it takes to create that change. And I don't think that it should be that way. And I don't think it has to be that way. However, that is where we currently are. But with that, I think the the opportunity that we have for necessary change is so it's so great and it's right in front of us. Exactly. And with an unshackled mind, that's what we get to create now so that the next iteration, because there will be another one. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to look like this. Yes. It doesn't have to look like this. And yeah, you know, the thing with this virus is that everybody, it doesn't care who you kiss, who you snuggle up with, what's in your bank account, what your religion is, or it doesn't care the color of your skin. None of that. So this, we can do a lot. As I say that, I want to be very mindful. It's also a time of rest. Allow yourself to remember. Allow yourself to restore. It's quite something to be taken back down to your very foundation, your roots, and to build yourself up again, right? Yes. Energetically, that's a lot. And all of us now have been, as we're unshackled, that means that all the shit, excuse me, that (laughs) we have allowed others whose thoughts about us to heap on ourselves, then we put more with what we think not enough, not good enough, blah, blah, blah. So here we are our true selves. And, you know, we've been walking around with all of that heaviness for how long? And now to be with, remember the truth of who we are, we do need to take a moment and take a breath. Absolutely. Mm, That resonates so much. If you listen to this podcast, you know that I'm a big advocate for having hobbies and learning a new language is an incredible hobby to take up. I've been practicing my French with Babbel, and it's been such an effective, engaging way to learn. I took French in high school and college, but I got a little rusty and I wanted to brush up before visiting France earlier this year, and I've been hooked on Babbel ever since because it's helped so much. And you too can make amazing progress with your language learning through Babbel. And that's because Babbel actually works. So instead of paying hundreds of dollars for private classes or playing on apps that are basically glorified games, you can take Babbel's quick 10 minute lessons that are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language as soon as three weeks from now. Babbel is designed by real people for real conversations, and their methods for learning a new language are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, so you're learning things you would actually say, and delivered with conversation-based teaching. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. It's no wonder why Babbel has sold over 10 million subscriptions, because it's real learning for real conversations. And they're offering a special limited time deal for our listeners to get you started right now. So you can get 55% off your Babbel subscription 
only for our listeners at babbel.com slash balanced. Get up to 55% off at babbel.com slash balanced, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash balanced. Rules and restrictions may apply. For those who are interested in really connecting with their breath and using this time to maybe either try a breath work practice. How do you recommend they start doing that? Trust yourself. You want to be mindful. This is me speaking, Kathleen. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm mindful of who I work with, just as I'm sure you don't work out with everybody, right? Mm-hmm. There you go. So trust your instincts you will feel called. You'll feel that energetic pull, you know, that knowingness of, mm, okay, I think I'll roll with this person or I'll roll with that person. Now there's so much coming up in the breathwork arena. So be mindful and trust your inner self. That's the best I can say, being very PC. (laughs) Yeah, no, I love that. And I've recently had the experience where, I mean, being in quarantine, being at home, kind of in isolation, a lot of things have come up, things that I've just never really dealt with before that I would usually either run away from with work or activities, friends, happy hour, dates, you name it. And right now, like none of that really an option and and having to face those things. And my first inclination when a lot of kind of those old habits, old patterns or limiting beliefs that I had came up was like, okay, how do I solve this? Like, how do I now what do I do to get rid of this? I'm learning that that's not really what I need right now. I think what I need right now, at least from what I've recently experienced with this space is just understanding what those things are and not immediately jumping to solve it or to fix it. Right. I go back to what I said a little bit earlier. Give everything a place at the table. Let it sit next to you. Give it space. Taking the client, give the pain a seat. Because as you do, then you can hear, okay, this is what you need to do. You may not hear it in the moment, but it will come. Just the fact that you sit, let it sit with you, take a breath, okay, it takes the edge off. It doesn't dismiss it. It doesn't mean that what happened wasn't horrific, right? However, if I come to it, case in point, that person who was in pain, if I stay in the high anxiety of the pain, how do I, how do I be? That's kind of woo-woo-ish. Um, <laughs> but it really is fitting. It's all of it. it. It's it's giving everything a seat. It's giving everything a seat, the pain, the grief, the memories, you know. I'll give you a good example. So one time I was doing breath work and I was in a session I was receiving and a memory, just to share part of my story, I was uh, raped as an infant and as a toddler by my father. However, it wasn't until my soul was ready that it came forward. You know, now that I think back, I think of, oh, okay, that explains that behavior, that behavior. However, and that's my story. Everybody just take a breath right here. Everyone take a breath, open your mouth, take a breath and let it go. Because that's my story. That's my story. 
And in this breathwork session, a memory came forward. Not always do memories come forward in breathwork. A memory came forward of an incident, and I was like, what? Oh, shit. And I knew, though, that I had to go back to the breath. I knew, like my client who was in pain and moaning, I knew that I couldn't stay in the moan. I knew that I couldn't stay in the pure, deep horror of the recollection. I knew that I had to put that memory by the side, not stuff it, not pretend that it didn't exist, but to put it on the side and stay with my breath if I was to heal it. The beauty of the breath is that it knows intimately every nook, cranny, crevice that needs to be touched, moved, inspired, memories that get to be neutralized, deleted, things that need to be created, the breath knows and it does it subtly. And I was with someone who was a very good guide and knew how to support me in that moment. And I was able to press in and stay with my breath. I knew in order for me to heal what that memory and to heal a part of me that was up for healing, I had to stay with my breath. I had to. And I did. Oh my God. Oh, let me share this, please. Yes. So a client of mine was very, very pregnant. And she went to the doctor and the doctor's like, you know, the baby is just, not- this little one did not want to come. <laughs> this little one was like, oh, hell to the gnaw. I am not coming out there. It is mayhem. And uh, so my client had come from the doctor and we, we had a session that same day. And I'm being cryptic, you know, because I keep the integrity of my work. And yeah. So the baby wasn't in the birthing position. And my client was just, I mean, talk about ready to birth this baby. Already she didn't even know what to do with herself. So we just breathed. You know, we did the breath working with expectant mothers. You know, the babies always say, we are cool modi, but handle mommy because she's a hot mess. <laughs> and it was so beautiful to watch my client, guide my client in the breath and just as she allowed herself to surrender to the breath and let the breath handle it because that's what will happen when you're in a breathwork session. We we breathe and then there is a surrender and your breath begins to breathe you. And so as we were going on and the mommy just softened and relaxed because she's in high anxiety. She's like, oh my God, the world is mayhem and Jesus Christ, well, excuse me, oh boy, I'm going to, you know, she's tense, super duper tense. And as she began to relax, I watched, because she had a big belly, I watched as that little one just so gently, with the support of her angels, I'm just being very woo, because, you know, babies, they're surrounded by their angels, right? Mm -hmm. And I watched my client's tummy just like rumble, 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 as this little one turned around. Eight pounds, four ounces, and just pure perfection. (laughs) 
<laughs> is a demonstration of so many things. The power of the breath, reassurance to the mother, reassurance to the baby in utero. I mean, just so many things. How the breath relaxes you, how the breath reminds you so that you remember, I am safe. Uh, I'm so glad that you said that because I am safe is one of my phrases that I'm constantly repeating to myself if I feel triggered isn't the right word, but if I feel kind of activated, if my stress response feels activated or I'm reminded of something that is either traumatizing or just really unpleasant or whatever, like that is usually what I repeat to myself is I am safe. I am safe. Like or this coping mechanism that I once had, I don't need that anymore because I am right. safe. And you saying that just reminded me of that. And the beauty of the breath, because sometimes and I'm not saying that this is you, sometimes will say things efforting. And with the breath practice, you say I'm safe from a knowing. Huge distinction. That's Sometimes beautiful. you do have to fake it until you make it. <laughs> but the breath really does allow us to remember A Course in Miracles. And one of the lessons is I am safe. Fear is the stranger here. Or I hope I'm quoting it right. But it really connects us into the truth of who we are. That fear is not of our constitution. Fear is the stranger here. There's another one that says, let me, I'm paraphrasing, I'm not saying it uh, directly, let me remember that I already know this solution. What that means, and, and I can link that to Tao Te Ching, I think it's book three, and also Psalm 139. In the Tao, it says before and after happen at the same time. And in Psalm 139, it says before any day had passed, every day of your life had been written down. So that means that everything has happened already. The solution is already here. It's already done. And so when you say to yourself, I am safe, you're able to relax enough to tap into that power of knowingness that you know already. Oh, yes. I mean, I think that that is just so what I needed to hear and hopefully resonates for everyone listening as well. The before and after happen at the same time. I love yeah. that. Kathleen, how did you come to find breath and breath work? Oh, my life absolutely positively sucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Jeez, I was so unhappy. I can't even say it. I'm laughing now, you know. I was yeah. just, yeesh. Yeah, it manifested physically as never stayed at a job longer than a year or two years. And, you know, never had any goals for myself. You know, I remember when I'm asked this question, this memory always pops up. I remember looking for a position one time and seeing one and thinking, oh, this is great. But then in the back of my mind instantly came, oh, no, you don't have what they want. They would never choose you. And just let it go. Just dismiss it. So life was really unhappy. But I had on a, a really happy face. I was playing the game, but inside, putting on the face, but inside, 
I wanted more. I just didn't know what the more was or how to get it. So I went to many different churches. I read a lot of books. I went to, you know, workshops. And I finally went to this school and I was introduced to the breath and it hooked me. It it would not let me go. And I tried to ditch it. I really did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I remember one time as I cackle and laugh. I remember one time during this time, I I was having a difficult time. I had just learned the breath, right? And I was standing in my bathroom and I was just so, oh, woe is me. And this little voice said, do some breath work. And I tried to blow that voice off. I'm like, no, this is a big problem. Breath work's not going to do it. And the breath wouldn't let me go. It wouldn't let me go. I did some breath work and I did have resolution to what was up at that point. So I went and I got certified and I went back to my dead end job. And again, the breath kept calling me. And there was a point where for about a year and three quarters, I worked seven days a week, five days at the job that I just friggin' hated. Oh my God. God, I couldn't stand it. I worked at that job five days a week. And then whoever would let me teach breath work, I went in there and I taught on my two off days. So, and then on April 14th, 2014 at 8.32 (laughs) a.m., I pressed send and I was out of there. The next weekend, the next Friday, I was in um, Sing Sing prison teaching 13 men how to be free with the breath. Never looked back. And now every, every day I get to witness people breathe, inhale and exhale and free themselves. It's just the most awesome thing to watch people every single day remember, I'm safe, I'm enough, I'm whole, I'm deserving. What I have to say matters. I'll give you a very quick example. Also, there's a woman that I work with and her voice was just she would always acquiesce. Well, you know, my manager, my director, they know better than me. So even though it was her idea, she brought the project to the table or the individual, whatever. Well, you know, they must know better than me because, well, they're the director. And we had a session last week and girlfriend was like, well, I brought this person to the table and my director said, well, okay, I'll take it. I'll make the call. And she said to me during our session, but you know, that doesn't work for me. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) I believe somebody found their voice and she spoke up and she's running that project. So it's, it's just awesome. I I mean, things like that, a baby turning, a baby being born or my clients birthing themselves with the breath. It's just awesome. Absolutely. And I think the beautiful thing about breath, I mean, there's so many things and practices that we learn about that feel very inaccessible. But if you are able to listen to this right now, you're able to breathe. You do have this incredible tool for healing. And I think that's what's most beautiful about those stories is that it's something that we can all do. 
Yes. And right now, it, it's crucial that our respiratory system, I mean, at all times it is, but now, especially with the virus, it's, it's imperative that our immune system is operating at its optimal best. Same with our respiratory system, our lungs, and we can strengthen ourselves, strengthen our health with our breath. Absolutely. Can we do a bit of breath here? Is I that okay? I was about to say that was such a segue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, as long as you're not driving, anyone who's listening, if you're driving, please don't do this right now. If you're operating machinery, please don't do this right now. Come back and listen to this segment later. So as long as you're someplace safe and you feel comfortable, just place your feet flat on the ground and cross your arms uncross your legs, uncross your knees, and allow your eyes to close. If you don't feel comfortable to close your eyes, just look down at the tip of your nose and feel your body just by doing that begin to soften and begin to feel how it feels to have a body. Feel the weight of your body as you sit in your chair or as you lie down on your yoga mat. The breath that we're going to do is conscious connected breath work. And it's connecting your inhale to your exhale, your exhale to your inhale, like a wave. A wave comes into shore and then it melds immediately back into the ocean, comes into shore and then melds immediately back into the ocean. You will always breathe through your nose, I'm going to breathe through my mouth. And the breath sounds like. Your inhale flows into your exhale. Your exhale flows into your inhale, allowing your breath to easily and effortlessly begin to flow from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, from the soles of your feet to the top of your head. Feel your breath flow just like a wave comes into shore and then easily and effortlessly melds back into the ocean. As your inhale flows into your exhale and your exhale flows into your inhale, feel your back shoulder blades just soften and you feel your lower abdomen relax. Give the muscles in your buttocks just a little breath as they release all the tightness and tension. And as your buttock muscles relax, your thigh muscles soften. Your knees relax, softening your lower belly. Your calves soften. And you can feel your ankle joint just 
open and release any tightness as your heels and the soles of your feet become heavy as they ground into the center of the heart of Mother Earth, softening the organs in your body, your intestine, stomach, liver, kidneys, your lungs, your heart. Feel your shoulders get heavy just a little bit more, and that heaviness, that relaxation rolls from the tops of your shoulders through the entire length of your arms, out through your fingertips. Open your mouth wide, take a big breath in, and let it go. Softening your neck, your jaw, and allow the muscles in your face to soften. Relax your mind, relax your mind, relax your mind. Allowing your breath to continue as you breathe, know, feel, Intend it to be so that as your inhale flows into your exhale and your exhale flows into your inhale, you are releasing the collective consciousness energy in your body. You are releasing the collective consciousness energy of angst, anxiety, grief, sadness, Anger, stay with your breath. Helplessness, hopelessness. As you breathe, you are releasing any and all collective consciousness energy that is in your body now. Open your mouth wide, take a big breath in, and drop it. Do that one more time. Open your mouth wide. Take a big breath in. Drop it. Once more. Open your mouth wide. Take a big breath in. And you're going to drop it out the soles of your feet. Open your mouth wide again. Take a big breath in. And exhale softly, gently, easily. As you continue to allow your inhale to flow into your exhale, just see, imagine, intended to be so, that again you're standing at the shore and the waves are coming onto shore really easily. These are the gentle lapping waves, gentle. And as these waves gently come in and lap over your feet and ankles, you are inhaling love, 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 love. As your breath continues, your inhale flowing into your exhale, your exhale flowing into your inhale, you are inhaling overflowing every single atom of your body with unconditional love. Open your mouth wide, take a big breath in, exhale saying, ah. 
as you inhale again, taking another delicious inhale. Exhale, saying, ah. Once more, take a nice big breath in. Exhale, saying, ah. Feeling your every single atom overflowing with the unconditional love of love, knowing this to be the truth of yourself, knowing this to be your core. You are love. You are overflowing with love. Love created you. Love is who you are. Again, take a nice breath in and softly, gently let it go. Knowing you are whole, you are safe, every atom of you is overflowing with unconditional love. Wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes, open your eyes. Nice, and what I would like you to do, please, everyone, uh, seriously, please drink a lot of water after doing this, we detox over 70% of the toxins in our body through our breath and through our skin. And you've just released a lot of collective consciousness energy. So please drink a lot of water. And during this time, staying hydrated is necessary. Mm, thank you so much for that. That was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I was doing it right along with everyone and it was just so needed. I mean, I know I'll be going back to this episode and <laughs> rewinding and continuing that practice. Thank you so yeah. much. You're and, welcome. My yeah. pleasure. So before we take off today, I have to ask, what does being a balanced black girl mean to you? Oh boy. It means breathfully remembering that my matriarchal line is the foundation upon which I stand, upon which I move, and that loves on me all the time. Beautiful. Oh my goodness. I have goosebumps again. <laughs> A number of times I got goosebumps in this conversation. <laughs> Kathleen, thank you so much for being here, for oh. sharing your wisdom, your light, for sharing breath with us. How can our audience keep in touch with you? Well, I have to say thank you so much for what you do. Thank you for being a place where our sisters can come, rest, restore, revive themselves rejuvenate themselves. I bow to you, sister, for what you do. Thank you for what you do. Thank you. They can reach out to me at, I'm on Instagram. I am Kathleen Booker, or is it the Jedi of come? I'm a little breath bombed right now. I am <laughs> Kathleen Booker. And I would love to offer, if I may, your guests, if they would like a free, your time chat, I call it, to talk about what's up for them and how the breath can support them. I'm happy to offer a free 30 minute call. Just reach out to me via my email. Kathleen, that's Kathleen with a K at KathleenBooker.net. And my cell text is 646-354-1537. My website is Kathleen, 
K-A-T-H-L-E-E-N Booker, B-O-O-K-E-R dot net. Amazing. Thank you so much. We will have your information linked in the show notes. Thank you so much for that. That is really wonderful and generous of you. And I know we probably have plenty of folks who are going to want to jump on that and stay in touch with you and get their sessions in, especially right now. And you know, I I welcome my sisters. I don't see us. So come on, y'all. <laughs> it's important for us to take care of ourselves. And just as I said, uh, being a balanced black girl means resting upon our matriarchal line. I can share with you that I feel our matriarchal line and they are saying, sisters, come, rest, restore, replenish, and soar. Oh my goodness. Beautiful. Could not agree more. Kathleen, thank you so much for being here today. As always, I love getting to talk and appreciate all that you do. Thank you. Thank you. My honor, really. Thank you. This episode was magic in so many ways. Kathleen's story, her experiences, her taking the time to do breath work with us on air. Oh, I just, every time I hear it, I'm so grateful that I got to have this conversation with her. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's Rewind episode. This was our very last one. And next week, we'll be coming back in the new year with brand new episodes all about reframing the reset. So we are getting back to basics when it comes to wellness, really talking about the nuts and bolts of wellness inside and out. And I'm I'm really, really excited to bring those new episodes to you. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we'd really appreciate your rating and review. Your five-star reviews are so helpful. It is an incredible free way that you can really help Balanced Black Girl help us on charts, help us reach new audience and community members. Also, if you have a friend who you think would enjoy this podcast, you sharing it with your friends is like the other best thing that you can do. So thank you so much for being such an engaged member of this community. As always, you can find more information about our guests, our sponsors, and extended content over at balanceblackgirl.com.